Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Today is July 28th, 2020. Uh, I've been recorded in over a week, so I had to get this podcast out just to see if anybody else was still listening. And so a little bit of information before we get started today. I will be answering a question that I got from a poll that I did on Instagram earlier before we start this topic. And just some background information on the into the future is that the first five episodes of this podcast will be about personal finance and the next five episodes will be about personal development and then we'll just go vice versa for the next couple of weeks and so before we get into today's topic which is about sustainable investing we're gonna answer a question that one of my friends had that i got from an instagram poll and she asked about what my opinion was on change and how to cope with it or just how to deal with it in general and in my opinion um, I am a different person than a lot of others. And so the way that I deal with change is by going to extremes. And if people, people that know me understand that about me, and so they, they kind of observe it. So if I'm going through a drastic change in my life, I will go either to extreme happiness to, or to extreme sadness. And there's no in-between because that's how I deal with things. I, I force myself to go into an extreme before understanding that there is a middle ground. But in general, I think the average person just needs to use their energy in a productive manner, regardless of of whether it's positive or negative. Just the idea of using, you know, emotion into productivity is the way to go, in my opinion, because a lot of people end up sulking around or, you know, just cheering in their bedroom without actually doing any work, thinking that they're entitled to getting something in, in return for their happiness or their sadness. And so that's how I would kind of just deal with change and cope with change. Um, but yeah, that was my answer to one of my friend's questions. So if she's listening to this, hopefully that answered it. But today's topic is about sustainable investing and what that means as a teenager, college student, or even like a young adult, as in like right out of college, stuff like that. And so I think the best way to look at this is at the time that we are in now, which is a quarantine because of coronavirus, it's obviously impacted our economy. Everybody knows this, regardless of if you're following stocks or not following stocks. Our economy is definitely tanked and we're probably going to go into a recession. And so this the, the should kind of propel you into investing because this is where all the prices are low and you can get into it for a lower price than you can later when the economy is up. So let's talk about the investing game. The investing game is kind of comprised of different types of investing, really. So there's day trading, which means that you trade stocks within the day, right? But between the times that the market opens and the market closes. Then you have swing trading, which is when you trade between days or between multiple days. So you can trade, say, one day today and then a week after you can get out of that trade. That'll be considered a swing trade. Then there's something called a dividend stock, which is basically when a company pays you to partake in their stock. So let's say that every share you get three cents, right? So if you buy ten shares, then you get thirty cents a year on whatever the, you know on whatever stock. It doesn't matter. And then you have the type of investing that I very, 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 very much recommend for teenagers and everyone if you don't want to get into the market itself is long-term buy and hold investing, which is you buy at one point now and then you just forget about it and you just keep adding to it every month or every year. And then another 
type of investment slash asset that people will kind of consider an investment is cryptocurrency. So like Bitcoin, Ethereum, Bitcoin Cash, Litecoin, Cardano, those type of things. You could buy those and those will also increase in value depending on which company. So I am of the opinion that buy and hold investing, which is long-term investing, is the best for every you know average Joe, especially for teenagers when they can go into it with more risk. So let me give you, so an example of buy and hold investing for me would be like buying the S&P index fund from Vanguard, which is another brokerage. But yeah, the S&P index fund is, gives around an 8% return within, with, with, um, what's it called? Inflation. With inflation. One minute. Sorry, guys, I got interrupted from a business call that I had with the real estate agent that I asked to call me back. I didn't know that they would call me back now. Anyway, where was I? I was talking about the S&P index fund giving you an 8% return on, you know, even after inflation. So most people, when they go into trading, can't actually beat the market. So if you look at data, there's around, I think it's like 97, 98% of people can't beat the market. And it shows because a lot of people lose money in it. And this is where I think Warren Buffett has done an excellent job of confusing people because he makes everything look so easy that people go into it thinking that it's just a piece of cake and don't do the proper research. And then they end up blowing their money into the stock market. And there's just nothing that you can do that will probably beat the market as an average person if you have another job especially right so like if you're a teenager and you work there's no way you're gonna trade accurately and also work that job because trading accurately like you need at least 10 hours a day to do research you know making sure that you know what position you want to go in things like that and that is exactly why I recommend doing long-term buy and hold investing. Obviously, I'm not somebody that will, you know, that can, that is a, like an expert and can tell you what to do and suggest things. But I'm simply telling you what I am doing in my life for investing. So now, what really, what is the importance of investing as a teenager slash college student? So if you look at it, especially if you invest in funds. Those have compound interest. So the so the way that compound interest works is that every year, let's just say a hundred dollars, it compounds ten percent, right? So let's say your hundred dollars turns into one hundred ten dollars by a year with the ten percent compound. Now you just keep on making that go, and as the years go by, more and more and more and more and more money accumulates in your account. Now, if you look now. Really, what happens is that the younger you are, the more money it is worth in the future. So let's say you take $1 as a 20-year-old and you put it into a account that compound interest, that uses compound interest. That same dollar will be worth $21 by the time you retire. But if you put that same dollar in at 30 instead of 20 that $1 would be worth around $10. So that's almost 100% of returns that you're not actually getting because you waited 10 years. So the more money that you can actually put into it, the sooner 
the better, because that more money will actually accumulate to become more money, especially if it is invested now rather than later. And so that's that's an advantage that all teenagers and young people have, is that money will grow faster. The sooner you put it into an investment account, and that is really the key to investing, in my opinion, is putting enough money for investments and still having enough money to, you know, do day to day things like you know, pay utilities, pay your loans, stuff like that. And so there's there's just an entire facet of finance that a lot of average people aren't, you know. Aren't divulging in because they don't have. They think that they don't have enough money. But you, you can buy fractional shares. You can buy funds. So there's there's just a there's a lot of ways to invest. There's not just one specific way that people will do it. You have to diversify your entire portfolio. So you got to go into those cryptos. You got to go into the funds. You got to go into this, the regular individual stocks. Go into penny stocks, these type of things, small cap, large cap, all these type of type of uh, stocks you can go into, and that will give you a return based on how much research you've been doing. And so, what I can do is in the next podcast, or I might do a YouTube video on it. And so, if you want a YouTube video and you want some more content and more explanation, I will be providing that. Just search up my name on YouTube, and it should pop up. That I will go and I will deep dive into all the types of investing, what they mean, and how to really use it to your advantage. Regardless if you want to do day trading, swing trading, dividend stock, or long-term buy and hold, or even crypto, I'll go into all of them. And so I'll put, I'll actually make a YouTube video on everything, and you guys can go check that out in the in you know just on YouTube. And but next podcast, if you guys have any other further questions about stuff or you guys want to learn about something different, just let me know, you know, drop a DM, give me a DM, email me, text me, whatever. Just let me know. And but yeah, this is just like basic sustainable investing that you can do as a teenager, in my opinion. So, um, you know, if this isn't going to be a get rich quick method it's going to be more of a put in your hours get rich at the end method and so that's why i consider it sustainable anyway guys that's all i have for today i know this was a a lot shorter of a podcast than it usually is but i'm going to try to build up some more content for you guys in the coming days and i'll be getting back on track with how much i've been posting and so that's all i have for today otherwise I wish you all success with self-improvement.